0: We grew up with our media perceptions of African Americans because that history that we actually needed to learn in the classroom was not available because we're under a British system.
1: We're all being oppressed. We're not trying to say I'm more oppressed than you are or you're more oppressed than I am. That, that's not the, the uh, objective here. one tribes people tjmtm is back episode quattro Cart in french um what is
0: it in spanish
1: that's kind of fire bro i'm not gonna <laughs> lie what's good people yes sir the boys are back back again say it. consistency is a Name of the game for this season. I told
0: you we're Amazon Prime this season.
1: One them' i moving like DHL. Two. Remember when, when United was sponsored by DHL? That short-lived. <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. The, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Was it, But it was the the trainers. That was the trainers. Yeah.
0: I remember them, the DHL. The DHL. Yeah, long sleeve trainers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you have one of those?
0: I don't think I did. Mm. I had the long sleeve trainers, but I don't think I had the DHL United ones.
1: Okay. All-time favorites gotta be Vodafone for me. Oh, come on.
0: No AIG for me. AIG? The AIG 2008-09 we won the Champions League that had a little strip in okay. the back. Yeah. CR7. Yeah, MQs okay. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Rooney yeah. and them, like, they were they were moving mad that with those. That
0: 9 AIG? Yeah. No, 07-08 AIG? Yeah. That's the one for me. I remember having the Ronaldo original jersey one. Yeah. Man, I walked to everyone's like, no original with this, no original this. This was <laughs> when I was this early old. <laughs>
1: I get down with that. I get down with that. I like those. I like the blue ones of those.
0: Yeah, the blue ones. The blue ones went hard. 40-yard free kick on Almunia. (laughs) That's us Arsenal Champions League. My thing, bro.
1: (laughs) Nah, welcome back, people. Yes, Um, sir. I'm your co-host, DJ Anzo. Here with the man with the most, Uncle E. Come on. You heard. And, uh, yeah, we're TJMTM. If you don't know who we are, we're the Jola Meets the Muddy podcast. Um, Our mission is to edutain you in all things African, so culture sports what else traditions history history music everything food as we canoe down through this thing called life um our mission is to educate you on all those things african and our perspective is uh the diasporan um african diasporan living in the united states yep. of america the us of a and sharing just our perspectives and broad experiences um As you, as you know, we've recently become, uh, can we say TikTok famous? (laughs) Can we say TikTok famous? Like,
0: I don't know, but. uh,
1: Nonetheless, there's been a lot of discourse on TikTok. Yes, the discourse
0: Um, has been doing its thing.
1: It's been, it's been, it's been good, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I like seeing that.
0: It's good. The engagement. Yeah. I think it's important for people to, it sounds like, voice a lot of these opinions Sentiments that were previously not either discussed or it was in a very divisive manner.
1: Right. Heavy on the divisive manner, because I think a lot of that is coming to light now. Um, In the sense that all parties involved have been very tribal, right? Yes. Um, can, Can you blame someone? No. Can you point a finger? No, but that's why we're having this conversation and we've been having these conversations yep. just to continue to inform rather than misinform right um <clears throat> some of the comments i saw regarding history as itself were were very very telling because yeah. um much like our last episode we were talking about how art has been looted from africa and yes. and kept gate kept from us right yes a lot of african-american history has been gate kept from african-americans right um
0: from africans you mean
1: both both sides both sides um white people not teaching black history in schools not teaching african history in schools or whitewashing it
0: so for you when you were in primary school in uganda Mm -hmm. how much exposure or education on african-american history did you encounter let's say primary school uganda east africa minimal minimal
1: minimal and the extent that we knew of was the atlantic slave trade or oh, oh, let's, let's say let's say all slave trades but it was minimal yeah
0: okay.
1: yeah um i had the the privilege of um having informed people in my family and so that's how i learned about more than just that um so Unfortunately, a lot of people in Uganda primary school, where I experienced, that they, they didn't get they that didn't opportunity.
0: Have, I would say it's the same all the way, I would say, through high school um, that I experienced in Gambia as well, where we're under Cambridge British curriculum, right?
1: Right. That's another thing to note.
0: So if we're under British curriculum and our history classes in high school are based on this British Board of Education, their curriculum, do you... So African-American history, for what I remember in history class, was briefly only civil rights movement in the 60s. Here was MLK who said peace, non-violence. And here is Brother Malcolm who said violence by any means necessary. Mm. That was like the only exposure to any sort of African-American history that I encountered um, growing up in the Gambia. You think about it, that's like, that's wild.
1: That's... uh it makes sense why there was a divide, right?
0: Yes, and and while we're not getting that history taught to us,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. guess who's pushing stereotypes and perceptions to us? It's the media, right? Right. So then now we grow up with our media perceptions of African-Americans because that history that we actually needed to learn in the classroom was not available because we're under a British system. Exactly. So imagine even just like our generations, our parents' generations, aunts, uncles growing up, and now the media is playing a direct hand of showing these people are violent, they're gang members, you know, thugs, welfare, all of these. So it starts, You know, it's anywhere you go. Like if you don't know much about them, but this is only what you see on TV being perpetuated. Mm-hmm. Guess what's going to happen? Miseducation, misinformation, and hence stereotypes.
1: For sure. My my, ex- my experience with that, right, was when I moved here, the place I moved to didn't have any Africans, right? Okay. There was one other Nigerian family, and mm. we're still friends. There's
0: always there. one Nigerian <laughs> family, <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed.
1: But uh, in turn, some of my best friends growing up, and yeah. still to this day, were African-American, right? We didn't. You see, the circumstance we were put in didn't allow for us to think of each other as different, right? Because we, well, we could count on one hand how many. Okay, two hands how many of us there were, right? So
0: as in black people,
1: as in black people. So the 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 objective very quickly did not, it, and also we're kids too. But the objective very quickly became like, yeah, we need to band together, right? And through that. We share experiences, we learn experiences. And what do you find? We're one in the same.
0: So to, to what you said there, it, I don't know if this is fact or theory, but this is how it comes out to me. In areas where just the black people are so much of a minority, mm-hmm. I feel like you would generally see more unity between Africans and African-Americans, Afro-Caribbeans from a sheer need that you're in a place that's so predominantly it could be white or Asian. You are such a minority. You would be wise to make sure that, you know, you guys stick to each other, support each other, uplift each other, which I feel like that's how it should be normally. Mm -hmm. But it seems like in places where it's now a diverse group of black people in one. So you have a lot of Africans, a lot of African-Americans, Afro-Caribbeans. I don't find the unity there as prevalent as in areas where they're a minority. Right. I find now you start having the, you know, very resentful sentiments on both sides, stereotypes playing each other, and just no unity and any need to understand Kind of the urgency But the importance To make sure that We're all kind of One big community I yeah. don't see that In areas where It's a diverse group Of black people yeah. In the US I find more mm-hmm. wars there Or just Not getting along
1: Right And I think The rule of numbers Comes into play there too Because if you have More of your kind Why why do you need to Mingle entertain? with others Right, right. It Fair enough becomes tribal At a certain point Uh, one thing I like to there's a quote I forget who even said it but someone said like if there's no enemy within then the enemy outside can do us no harm right (laughs) you think about that right who is our who is our common enemy and not enemy in the sense but like who is the common antagonist in all these situations Uh, where you go man there you go right so how is it that we're allowing their agenda to be pushed on us? How is it that we're allowing them to be tenfold more uh, successful and and tenfold control all things um, <clears throat> in the communities? Ownership, that we ex- ex- yeah, that, that we live in and whatnot. It's. I mean, you got to start thinking about stuff like that, right? There was a comment that also on my TikTok that uh, this person was talking about how uh, the idea of unity is is essentially impossible because oh, Africa was never a utopia and Africa was never united. I said, okay, has anywhere ever been united? A utopia? A utopia, right? Um I don't think we're looking for a utopia. I think we're just looking to live together, right? We have a very serious issue with we're all being oppressed. We're not trying to say I'm more oppressed than you are or you're more oppressed than I am. That That's not the, the I, objective here. The only thing we know is that we're both being op- oppressed, right?
0: That's a fact.
1: And so if a French nigga goes to Germany, he's not going to be like, I'm not going to do business with you because you're German, (laughs) right? If a a Chinese guy goes to Japan, he's not going to be like, you're Japanese, so we can't work together, right? I'll come back to my community, but hey, at the end of the day, there's unity in that. And that's, I think, what we're trying to push here too with our our, our ideology and sort of, I think it really comes back down to Pan-Africanism, which I think both of us identify as. Um,
0: we identify it, but I feel like what we're seeing is that huge gap still existing. Big gap. that bridge. Yeah. It's not being constructed at all, or it seems like there's a long way to go. Yeah. Because as you mentioned, it is, there's a reason why Brother Malcolm spent went to Africa. Mm-hmm. Like if even if you look at their, the civil rights leaders, they all identify from when it starts with the Garvey movement in the 1920s mm-hmm. to Du Bois. It was Du Bois. I don't know it how to say it. Was, yeah. du, Bois, du Bois. They all identified the importance of the African-American to reconnect with their roots by going back to reunite with their brothers in Africa because of being, as you mentioned, victims of oppression on both ends. Mm-hmm. The only way we can overcome that is unity across the diaspora and across brothers and sisters in the motherland. These great, they're, you know, I don't want to say they, but African-American civil rights leaders from in the 20th century, the most prominent ones identified this. For sure. When you go all the way to Stokely Carmichael, the black, you know, power movement, that happened in the early 1970s, the Black Panthers Black Panther movement. Stokely Carmichael ended up changing his name to, I think, Sheku Toure, or I'm not sure. What it was it Kwame
1: is, something. But
0: he migrated, moved to Guinea. All of the great African-American, most civilized, civil rights leaders during segregation, 1950s, 1960s, especially through the Black Power movement, identified the importance and the need to connect with their brothers and sisters in Africa.
1: And I think successfully so, so too.
0: So if you're telling me, no, what, you know, as we see in the comments that, well, you know, you guys don't care, no, we, you know, respect us, we agree, yes? But my question is, why did those African-American leaders from starting through Du Bois, through Brother Malcolm, MLK, you now go through the Black Power Movement, Stokely Carmichael, they all knew the importance. Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton. All of them, yeah. All of them, the prominent ones, they understood. You have to build that bridge. So I think we need to focus our efforts on understanding the vision that they had and how we can apply it. Because as you mentioned, that's the only way we can overcome this oppression that we face from the Oyubo man.
1: By the way, that goes both ways. So, uh, Namdi Azikiwe, he went to Lincoln and Howard. Yeah. First president of Nigeria. Yes. Kwame Nkrumah, first prime minister and president of Ghana. Went to Lincoln University as well. Um,
0: Robert Mugabe.
1: And I forget where Mugabe went, but he he came here so for our time.
0: African leaders yeah. during the wave of independence, a they lot understood. of them came to they the came U.S. They came here. They said, yo. For education.
1: Past education, they were like, we need to link up with Link our up with the
0: leaders. Yeah. Right? And,
1: and, and build on that. Um, so I think on both sides, it needs to be realized.
0: It should be realized. And I hate us even talking about who's more oppressed, why, and dwelling on our painful past Mm -hmm. we dwell on that Mm -hmm. we were both we were both abused we're both like done dirty to the highest level you can do to human beings so are we going to nitpick into who suffered most why didn't you come to get us back will you guys you know that is okay it's important to have these conversations but why don't we focus on actually how we unite and make sure that we are setting ourselves up to be free from this oppression that we face for yep. the next generations. I would like to have conversations and solutions around that avenue, versus right. talking about oh these people say these things about Africans Oh, African Americans say these things, vice versa. Mind you, it's, it's very it's it seems counterproductive.
1: Very it's, counterproductive. Mind you, these are like d- d- there's there's a minimal amount of people who are divisive, right? We should we should also fair say enough. That. Yes, um,
0: definitely in. But the minority
1: in the minority, for sure, but um although a lot of people are not divisive, they also do not have or they're also misinformed heavily. or underinformed heavily right um so reteaching that history and sparking these conversations is important because we need to know where we're coming from to know where we're going, right? I think a lot of Africans. And, and this is why I would, I, would, I would hold Africans accountable, is it's, it's, it's almost like a superiority complex that a lot of us have back home against African-Americans um, where it was passed down from our parents.
0: Superiority complex because of what? Why do Africans have that superiority complex?
1: Back to that media control, right? So in the media, all our parents saw from African-Americans a Negative perception. Negative perception. Let me let me break down their their generations, right? So, the '80s, you have the crack epidemic.
0: Cracking.
1: You have in the '90s, um, the 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 Rodney King stuff, um, the, the Watts riots. You know all that. Mm-hmm. They're not being given a perspective of what actually sparked those things,
0: right? They they're yeah, missing. They're just showing African Americans in the streets destroying, looting. Exactly. Then so
1: the, the perception they have is, oh, this drug dealer wearing big chains, flashing a lot rapping. of cash, rapping, blah, blah blah, right? And they're looking at it like, oh, no, I don't want to be like that. I, I don't want, want my kids kid to, to be like associated that.
0: to like that. Yeah.
1: All the while, they're stuck in the colonial mindset. So they start pandering to the white man. Right. So they're saying, oh, how can I be like the white man? You know, or how yeah, can look, I?
0: You, you see in media, the white kids, they live in a nice home. American exactly. home. Mom and That's dad. That's the perception structure. they're given. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: So now. They come on to. That generation of adults Gives birth to kids
0: Yes Millennials and and Gen Z's
1: Right And they say Don't go hanging out with So and so Yeah they're not good people You know what I'm saying A completely misinformed perception Because when I Come to America And I start mixing With African Americans And my and, And I have you know adults in my ears african elders saying don't do this don't do yeah, that yeah don't don't hang around I'm like, with them you stuff guys like that. are misinformed brother like <laughs> you should see what the white folks are doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah you think yeah <laughs> you know what you what I'm should saying? be really worried about them. <laughs> you should really be worried about them with steve bro
1: so all that to say man like the media
0: they played us. Once so you can
1: once you control the media, media you, just control the you, control you control the narrative.
0: You control the narrative. You
1: control the narrative, you control the outcome, you control so much. You are so powerful that things like this happen. So now you have a bunch of uninformed and misinformed Africans saying Oh, I don't like Afri- I don't like Black Americans, or I don't know that. Then you have vice versa, a lot of Black Americans saying, "Oh, you can feed an African for a dollar a day. You can
0: African booty scratcher
1: that type sh- thing, show right? Show
0: them, you know." either blood diamonds you know blood diamonds diamond, know child that. soldiers hey
1: because that's all you
0: see we live in villages we climb <laughs> trees huts and stuff like that we you have know? to go fast water
1: our, daily exactly. type thing you know we got lions they roaming played around us. Come they on, got bro. us both
0: they bought us both really good we gotta understand you know, they played us bro the way we speak the english language you know it's you have to understand where all of these things come from it's mm. you know it's so deliberate the media played us both to perfection because again Just like how in the FBI, when Hoover was cracking down on all of these civil rights leaders, Mm -hmm. you don't think they understood. The number one priority could be to not allow that bridge to happen. Do you The th- FBI followed Malcolm X? The mm-hmm. FBI followed all the civil rights no, leaders King, and they followed Stokely, them Carmichael, especially when them. they went to visit the African leaders. Don't you think yeah. the US government understood how dangerous would be if that bridge existed?
1: Yeah. What was it was a, a deliberate effort. Uh Hoover was he delivered a speech to the FBI saying the greatest threat to national was security. Bla- was it the
0: Black Panthers, was right? the Black Panther yes. Party. There's a reason. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason. And it, it's delivered. It happened. And it, it's been so effective because as you see now, Africans are here. African-Americans are here. We have Kilmonga, We have Tashallah. Mm-hmm. And we're still here instead of f- talking about solutions and pathways and avenues and how can we use both of our intelligence both of our network, our natural resources that belongs to us to build our community, to build, go back to where we were before Man ever came and destroyed everything. Right. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about a utopia.
1: No. We're talking <laughs> about
0: getting back to a place <laughs> we're <talking> where, <laughs> where we're oppression free, <laughs> or,
1: or not misinformed even.
0: free, and miseducation free. And, and, and maybe not even
1: getting back per se, but yeah, moving not, forward. Moving forward. To let's not even use getting back. Right. Moving forward. We're moving forward. <laughs> we're, we're looking at it like guys out with the out with that all that we're not taking that anymore look we're all educated we're all equally capable let's move forward together because if we don't the same shit's going to continue right so that's the angle that we're coming from never the oh you must know this and you must nah bro dub that like let's 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 talk about these
0: focusing more on solutions but yes go ahead
1: let me talk about the and specifically um Within the Diaspora Wars, right? There's been this debate about foundational Black Americans versus Africans.
0: Foundational Black Americans.
1: Foundational Black Americans.
0: Okay. So So to Africans clearly, like me, I don't know what foundational, do you have any information about them?
1: The term foundational Black Americans gained prominence in the 2020s as a way to distinguish this group, from, from more recent immigrants of African descent to the United States, particularly those from the Caribbean and Africa. The term is, is sometimes used to emphasize the unique cultural, historical and political experiences of black Americans and to call for greater recognition and respect for their contributors or contributions to American society or sentience. A deep sense of connection to the history and culture of Black Americans, including the struggles and achievements of their ancestors in the face of systemic racism and oppression. Frustration with the ongoing legacy of racism and inequality in the United States, including disparities in areas such as education, healthcare, and criminal justice. A desire for greater recognition and respect for the contributions of Black Americans to American society, including their role in building the country's economy, culture, and political institutions. Those are just some of them. Facts. Um,
0: Facts. I I agree with all of those.
1: I think anyone who's against that is probably um, problematic, don't you
0: think? No, yeah. I think from what you're saying, 100% African Americans do deserve their respect and credit for having, as we talked about last episode, significant... Contributions to all aspects of American society.
1: Overwhelming contributions. Overwhelming. Yeah.
0: With no credit given for and with all the marginalization, racism, systematic racism that has existed, it has created the wealth gap and all of these things that rightfully so, there should be reparations to that. Mm -hmm. But how has this come against now somewhat coming to us being perceived because when i read through our comments and see what people are saying of identifying as fba most have been really good in terms of unity but i'm seeing some of that now being deemed as uh, african us africans being an up
1: right It's it's now against africans. how can
0: such a strong great message end up your own brothers and construed. sisters coming into you know direct line of fire yeah. And I think we saw like something someone talk about this in with the Nigerian terms, right? Akata. Akata.
1: Akata. Let me play that clip for you so you can uh, Here it is. Some of the most racist people in my opinion black Americans Hold on. in this country. Let me start it over. Nigerians are some of the most racist people, in my opinion, towards black Americans in this country. They call us all types of Akadas and all other types of people. <laughs> damn, damn. An Akada is uh, the, the N word, or with the hard R at the end of it. But, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Look, go, I mean, go, it, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, point. No, right? I finished the point. They call us Akadas and all types of shit. they don't I appreciate us. Think about this, Nigerians are, are racist towards people in Africa too. Hey, they hey, literally hey. think they're the best country. <laughs> That's best nice, like that clip, what do you think about it?
0: i uh, okay you first across. off
1: I want to say this. He did say it's an opinion, so there's no factual basis, right? two he's using two different terminologies. He's saying that Jens are racist towards black Americans racist, but we're the same race. you know what I'm saying, so it. Yeah. I don't know how you can be racist towards your own. Actually, you could be racist towards your Have own it. kind. Of you could be Uncle Ruckus, man. I don't know.
0: You, you, you're being <laughs> too nice to this guy. I hold mean, on.
1: Let me. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to give him his. Um, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Good luck. Three. Um. The way the word akata was used, I didn't even know about that word until I moved to America. Pretty much. But the way it's used is. How I've heard it, it's from, uh, again, our parents' generation.
0: One tribe in Nigeria.
1: One tribe, right, in Nigeria. But from our parents' generation to say, oh, this Akata means, like, African-American. American,
0: American, yeah. So,
1: I think that brother's misinformed. Um, While he is talking about Nigerians and him saying Nigerians are... I'm not going to say racist Because you can't say racist But Nigerians are very like They're, they're very tribal All that Nigerians know They carry last <laughs> They're Nigerians, proud
0: They're very proud of who they are But we desperately need that in, uh, to, to retain our Africanness, If anything I, I agree and, and, and I think
1: I appreciate Nigerians For doing that too Because If you're standing in a room With 10 people the, You're going to know Who the Nigerian is Whether they say it or not You're going to know it you need that. You need a. You so, need a. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need someone to to be a strong voice. You need someone to be pro black. Need someone to be pro. I am who I am. Um, I do understand what he's saying about the Akata, but I don't think I don't think he's been presented. Um, The right Nigerians, maybe.
0: I wish I had a scissor Mm. and I'll go and cut off both of their mics, all of their (laughs) mics. That's how I feel about it. I just wish I just cut it off Uh, because, yes, it is opinion based. What is your goal? What is the goal of that opinion?
1: Mm.
0: What is your real objectives? Mm. Nigerians are the most racist Africans Mm. because of maybe your experience. What are you getting out of this? Who are you telling this to? What do you want out of it? What is the outcome? If you have such an opinion so profound that you need to go on social media and proclaim this, that Nigerians are so racist that they call you Akadas and all kinds of stuff, why are you doing this? Who are you helping? That's just what I know. Like, who are you helping? Mm-hmm. Because we can give you a historical lesson on your whole concept of even Nigerians in one word in tribe of Nigeria, the most diverse. Nigeria is like a mini continent in terms oh, of yeah. its diversity. Yeah. For you to take one tribe, one word, and now use it to summarize, yeah. we can go down the historical uh, historical route yeah. and just eradicate anything that you mentioned there of, that has any substance. It yeah. doesn't. But really, why are you doing this? If you want to promote and ensure as you mentioned about foundational Black Americans, all the recognition and rep- reparations they do deserve. Yes, but what what benefit is it for you to go and co- pro- uh, proclaim this? And then your buddy told her he will bounce back. He goes and says Nigerians are even racist to other Africans. Who told you that? <laughs> I think people who again, told you that are so, just misinformed. You know these guys, bro. I'm telling you. They should be podcast police get scissors and just cut off mics even if we say so you know just cut off these mics uh-huh. you can't say those things uh-huh. these things are what causes the divide uh-huh. we just you know came for Acho, for making wild statements <laughs> and then here's this guy making another wild statement on the other side you see yeah. this is the problem
1: yeah, yeah, we
0: can literally just go every week talking about these problematic statements but what is the goal and who are you trying to help by spreading that misinformation even if it's an opinion even yeah. If it is an opinion,
1: yeah.
0: even if it's in your opinion, keep it to yourself, because that does will not have any benefit to everything that we mention, and it doesn't have any value to us as black people and what we're facing. It's not a value based opinion, right? And you're using a platform to miseducate and misinform. Trump supporters had a lot of opinions. A whole lot of them. The colonialists had a lot of opinions. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It. Yeah. You know, so that's what I say, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, like, I saw that, you know, I've seen similar clips like that, Anzo, and it's, it's just extremely problematic.
1: Not only is it problematic, it's, it's done the very thing that we're trying to um, undo, which is that's right continues to divide more than to unite so
0: i wish you know we can spend more time again providing you know let's talk you know talking and providing on ways we can you know amplify each other mm-hmm. who's doing great things discuss those projects challenges solutions how can we improve why don't we you know put our efforts on that right Investing in the tall black community, making sure we're supporting our businesses, having ownership, c- connecting. Can we just focus on that? Let's focus on that. I, to, we're, me, we're that? What's yeah. what we want to focus on? Exactly. We don't want to. Be I think that's what we're going doing. With, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. We don't want to be here reading about this guy by right. don't buy a Right. We don't want that. Can we oh, yeah. you know. I would like to hear. Someone of substance who
1: subjective. Yes. Or sorry, uh, substantial um, information. Here's the last thing I'll say before we kind of cut out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hold on. Shout out to this this T right
0: here. That's a dope T shirt. This bro. is it's, above our differences, my boy. You got um, that, You got some legends right? on that shirt, so bro. Yeah, y'all,
1: y'all can see the legends, or if you don't know who they if are. If Anzo walks walk out on up, the street
0: right? with that shirt, <laughs> the way people might start buying out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where's the last thing I'll say, right? When I see a black man, black woman out in public, the first thing I think is that's my brother or that's my sister. I don't care if you're from Togo, if you're from Botswana, if you're from Memphis, if you're from New York, if you're from California, if you're from wherever the hell, if you're from Brazil. If I see a black man or a black woman, the first thing I think is that's my kin. Right. So no matter how much someone else tells me they are not my kin, that's on them. Which is where the divisiveness comes in. Right. If you don't want to be associated with me, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Best of luck to you. But you need to understand that my objective is always going to be unity within black people no matter how much disappointment we have and no matter how much joy we have, the message is always going to stay the same. And the, the, the objective is always going to stay the same. I'm saying that to address certain people in the comments, right? You can, you can shout all you want. That's fine. That's fine. Just know. You can't stop. It's not going to change the way I, I see another black man or another black woman. Me? You've heard it from me, right? That's my objective. I'm rooting for everybody black and I'm going to try and unite us so that we may have more prosperity, more peace, more unity, and overall just more happiness.
0: That's well it, brother.
1: If you don't, If you're not down with that, best of luck to you.
0: Best of luck and we're not... The forum To argue We're not, and we're not the
1: forum To, to because promote your divisiveness We're not
0: Yeah We're not And you cannot tell us No how dare you not talk No yes we are Yeah This is we, how we view our This is what we value This is what we think Will help us Be free from The oppression
1: So if you can't get down with that If
0: you're not down with that Cool That's cool
1: Do your Best thing Good luck Best, Best of luck,
0: luck. <laughs> But you can't tell us not to You can't tell us not to And man. we're clearly Seeing this is an overwhelming number of people that are spreading those love and messages and telling us that, and we really appreciate it. And this is what we we want to do. Exactly. we really want to just foster solutions and how we can be stronger together. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to talk about. That's what we value. If you don't,
1: yeah. I'm not interested in trying yeah, to fight
0: yeah.
1: fight anyone yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good luck you know good so I'm luck. not interested in fighting
0: good luck so yeah. yeah i hope I hope you know for those who don't understand under you know mm-hmm. get get a chance to listen to this mm-hmm. and you know check out our videos and you see our topics where we talk about this is what we want to talk this is these are what we're trying to do yeah. so call us optimists, call us. Utopian, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Anyway.
1: I, 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 hey, all I'm saying is shout out Dr. Umar. He's never lost an argument. <laughs> 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 behold, A modern day, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Uh, behold, this has been TJMTM, the Joel and Me somebody podcast. Thank y'all for joining us. um If you like what you heard, which I hope you did, don't forget to like, What's comment, coming. subscribe. Yep. Um, engage with us repost really appreciate y'all and yeah man stay humble stay blessed and we'll catch you in the next episode peace
0: this is